0: aren't
1: we all hi and welcome back to another episode of deplorable nation i'm your host deplorable janet and today i have two of the most stunning spectacular beautiful people on the planet inside and out and i love them so so very much miss rosie and mr nico from upstate unconventional how are you beautiful lovely friends
0: we're so happy to be here. So I have to happy. tell you. Thank you. <laughs> we feel the same way about you, <laughs> Janet.
1: <laughs> I just, I just, you know, there are some people that you uh like meet and like right off the bat you can like feel them. I feel your hearts like all the time. You guys are so just amazing. And I just hope people know that. So for listeners who don't know them, tell me a bit a little bit about you guys. So, where
0: should we begin? Where should we begin? <laughs> this uh, is a deep, long <laughs> subject. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we met back in 2016. No, but um, yeah, we're we uh, have the show upstate unconventional, and Rosie just joined in like August, right? Yeah. So that was a decision we decided to make. We were kind of in the closet about our relationship a little bit before. <laughs> there was some. reasons behind that we can get into that a little bit but yeah you know yeah rosie joined the show and it's been awesome since so
1: yeah well it's so it's so cute that you said that because um i met you first nico and we had done a show together and then off air you were like, you know, she's my wife. And I'm like, what? No, holy shit. (laughs) Like I followed both of you and I had no clue for the longest time. And I was like, I love what you do. And I love what she does. And I'm like, I I love these people. They're amazing. And then when you told me you guys were married, I was like, oh my God, (laughs) like that made my heart so happy. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, uh, Rosie and I did not plan to match today, but uh, we do. So there you go. <laughs> I, I know it's like the, the same exact color. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Uh,
0: yeah, it's it's it was so refreshing finally being able to come out. You know, mm-hmm. as a I'm sorry if you hear our German shepherds in the background. They're having a little
1: bit of a garbage day and they're howling they're 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 talking to each other they have dog business to take care of yep yep
2: every time but uh yes yeah it was so funny like we did a few episodes together before we came out and i don't know like a couple people reached out and they were like you guys have great chemistry and i was like yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: i wonder why How about that? Huh.
0: <laughs> I know it's really but, funny and I don't know it was just and then it was just kind of like a decision that we made to kind of collaborate and do well, it together
2: yeah and it was like we were tired of living in fear so like we kind of talked about a little bit when yeah. we had you on we haven't released mm-hmm. that episode yet but you know there were some people in our lives that were kind of stalking our show and we were going through some pretty heavy stuff in the court system so we just wanted to keep everything like kind of private and, you know, mm-hmm. separated. But then we were just like, you know what? Screw these people. We can't right. live in the fear. Yeah. Like we're holding, holding ourselves back really.
1: Right. Right. So I have so, I have so many questions for people that that don't know you guys and you know, what, what your uh, life is like and, and things like that. So first of all um, I want you to tell the listeners how you guys met because it's the cutest thing okay (laughs) all right
2: so this is I, I used to be an English teacher and when you do your student teaching you get put in two different placements so you have like a I was for high school so I had a middle school placement and a high school placement and they couldn't find like a middle school to put me in and after like they just kind of threw me into this random school district in upstate New York really small school and uh, I was with this lady who uh, was a kind of a new teacher. She'd only been teaching like five years or so. And we, we became friends. And she was telling me about her friend one day because I was single at the time. And she's like, how are you single? Like, you know, wh- what's going I was like, I-, I just haven't met anyone. I don't really want to meet <laughs> anybody. <laughs>
1: Everybody's crazy. <laughs> yeah and uh imagine now right <laughs> no Mm-mm.
2: Mm-mm. i know i feel bad for people that are like trying to date now but, oh, it's gotta well, be that's a another
0: this is topic for another
1: day. <laughs> i was but, gonna uh, say we need to have that discussion in a little bit too because greg and right. i talk about that all the time
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so anyway so this teacher she uh, mentioned her friend to me one day and she's like i have like the perfect person for you she's you know Beautiful. She's an artist. She's a yoga teacher. All this stuff, and I was like, okay. Well, let's meet. And she's like, well, she's married. And I was like, ah.
0: Oh. But if, but if she wasn't <laughs> perfect for you. So I was like, great.
2: Thanks, thanks for telling me that. So then, so
0: then on my end, this person, we went to high school together. I at the time I owned her childhood home. Oh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, I bought the home <laughs> she grew up in, uh, and I didn't. We didn't know this until years later, when both of our children were in pre-K together and then it all came out and I was like this is where I live and she's like what you live there that's where I grew up in that house that's so random so crazy (laughs) so there's three things we went to high school together I bought her childhood home and now all of a sudden our kids are in the same pre-k together um and for those that don't know I have a 13 year old son as well um so this is before Nico. This is with my ex-husband. And, um, you know, this is who she was talking about. Like, basically, I was married, and you guys would have been perfect together. So then, a couple of years go
1: by. Ta-da! Yeah. I'm no longer married. <laughs> and, but not because of Nico. Let me clear that no, up. No, not because of Nico.
2: <laughs> no. So, yeah, when it was, like, December of 2015. I was, like, sitting on my computer playing some online game. I was big into gaming and drinking at the time it was i was teaching so it was pretty pretty (laughs) miserable existence um and i got a random text it was like pretty late too like
0: it was late because it was like 11
2: o'clock at night we
0: were out it was like (laughs) i got a babysitter we went out we were you know we were having a couple glasses of wine and then she was like i have somebody perfect for you so then she told me about nico and you know, I was separated, going through the divorce, the whole thing. I was like, I don't know. I just want to, I just, fine. If it's something fun, you know? And she's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, he's young, he's hot. You're going to have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, all right, fine, you know? So she showed me a Twist in my arm here. Right. Stop. Oh, geez. <laughs> so uh, she showed me a picture and I was like yeah can you message him now so
2: yeah it was like, <laughs> like seven o'clock at night and she was like hey now keep in mind i hadn't like talked to this person in probably over a year so i got this random message and she was like hey do you want to meet do you remember back in 2013 i told you about blah, blah blah and i was like yeah and then so what she did was she sent me a picture of rosie but it's just the silhouette of her doing some yoga pose and she's like would you like to meet her and i was like yeah like but they're
1: like oh my god duh
2: so then we set that up and yeah i mean i know as corny as it sounds it was literally like love at first sight we went out and i well, walked in well, and we, i went
0: this is, <laughs> we haven't gotten into yet
2: i became fully retarded as soon as i walked in i walked in and i was like
0: uh uh <laughs> I, I was like What's wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> I said to her, literally, like, he went to the bathroom. And I was like, yeah, he's adorable. But what the hell, man? Like, <laughs> Does he talk? I was like, and he's just staring at me. And she was like, I don't know what's wrong with him. She just felt like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what's wrong with him. And I was like, "Oh, well, at least he's Good to look at, I guess. So, then, I mean, it was bad, Janet. Like, it was
1: bad.
2: No, it was like just so. I couldn't, like, speak. It was, like, it was You were
1: enamored with her. Yes. Yeah.
2: Literally.
0: It was so wild. So, then, then we went down to a different place and he started to loosen up. And I was like, oh, thank
1: God. You're like, thank God he really isn't retarded. <sighs> <laughs> He can speak. (laughs) He's not mute.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then he opened up after that and then explained a week later. Oh, and that's kind of funny, too. You were waiting for. So I'm older than Nico and I wasn't like a big texter, you know, like Mm -hmm. and he was, I guess. So he asked me out that night for the next weekend to go to dinner. Mm-hmm. is that what it was well
2: i drove you home that night and right. we it, you know it yeah. loosened up it got a little it, bit, it got a little <laughs> easier <laughs> ever that. so i drove you home and then i got your number texted you and yeah. then you didn't respond for like almost a week
0: well he asked me to dinner i said yeah mm-hmm. i put in my calendar and so i didn't feel the need to keep like i didn't know you know what i mean <laughs> The whole time, i guess he's like freaking out thinking like, like, like i was sh- like oh know.
2: she's not into me it's done whatever like
1: i didn't know the difference i just showed up at He's the like, plate i'll have to go sit in the closet and be retarded by myself know, right? <laughs> <laughs> pretty much
0: <laughs> so anyway dinner worked because here we are yeah how many years later now
2: going on 6 or 7, seven. so it oh, was well, 26. All we so. oh, right, all right, right. And so. we
0: got right into <laughs> we had a baby right away. And I know people like don't believe us. They think it was like a mistake, like not an accident, but we really truly like felt passionately in love mm-hmm. and I we we were both like let's have a baby. Like it was the dumbest greatest mis- like like decision. I keep saying mistake.
1: <laughs> no,
2: but it was <laughs> Like, to get into the, the like a little bit of like woo woo stuff, like See, I don't, she's
1: retarded now, she can't even retarded. get the words out, <laughs> <See>? but, uh,
0: <laughs>
2: but uh, yeah, no, it was. He wanted to be born because there was, I, I truly believe that he put that in motion. Our son, just right. like you know, I need to come out right it, as soon as possible, so yeah, because it was like almost like we weren't in control, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was just we were like, okay. And,
0: then- and the whole thing was amazing because my first son is adopted. So, which was a beautiful experience to go through an adoption, you know, mm-hmm. however, I never experienced having a baby, you know, mm-hmm. biological. And so it was so, it was so beautiful to have that experience. Right. You know? Especially with Nico and, you know, just the whole thing. I loved being pregnant too. I, I just loved it. It was like, Oh, I felt so—the most beautiful I ever felt was when I was pregnant.
1: Yeah, and I didn't mind the pregnancy part; it was just the birth part that was not, not a pleasant experience for me. <laughs> well, I tried like seven, it all hour, seventeen hours without
0: drugs, and yeah. I tried so hard, Janet. And then finally, I, they were like begging me, like, "You got to please, like this baby. You're too tense." He's never going to come out, you know, so finally I succumbed to it, you know, and, but it was a long, rough 17. Yeah, that's
1: the way mine was too. Like I was in labor for like so long, it was like 36 hours and I was like, oh my God, I hate this so much. Like, when is this going to stop? And, you know, like they, they tried to do a block and that didn't work and you know all this stuff, and I was like, okay, well, I guess uh, you're coming mm, naturally since nothing's working. I'm like, this is so unpleasant. Uh-oh. And then she got stuck, and I'm like, oh, for the love of oh, God, no. just, just come out. Oh my gosh! Did you have to have a C section after that? No, Mm-mm. no. I was worried that she was going to be a conehead for life because they <laughs> they tried the forceps and that didn't work. So then they, you know, did the little vacuum pump thing. And I was like, oh wow, she's going to look like the uh, aliens from that movie.
2: <laughs> that was something they didn't prepare you for. So like when he started coming out, the the conehead thing, I was like terrified because you're
1: like it, is yeah. that gonna be our child i was like oh no can you, put it back? can you put it back
2: <laughs> i was like Shut he's deformed back. he's not ready yet like
1: what's <laughs> going on and
2: then it like literally just popped out and then he started screaming and open everywhere yeah yeah <laughs>
0: It was beautiful.
2: Mm-hmm. I cut the cord.
0: <laughs> no, but it was beautiful. It was
1: awesome. I'm so I'm so glad that you shared your your uh, story when you guys first saw each other because I think a lot of people have never experienced that and what that's like. Mm-hmm. Like I fell head over heels for my husband like the very first time we were doing the whole we met on a game on the computer. Believe it or not, it was called Sex Games. Oh, really? (laughs) It was something that was on Facebook back in the day. And he messaged me just randomly, and we just started talking. And, like, from the get-go, I'm like, I know this is my soulmate. Like, I know it. It's, like, crazy, whatever. And he kept trying to convince himself that that wasn't the case because both of us had been married before. And, you know both had crappy mess marriages and stuff. And he's like, "Ah, I'm never going to get married. I'm going to sow my oats and whatever. And I don't want a relationship. And I told him, I said, you're going to change your mind when you meet me in person. I guarantee you. (laughs) And as soon as we met, like we've been together ever since. And it's been like a very long time now. That's so,
0: amazing. Oh, yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like,
1: once you meet me. Yeah, that's what I told oh. him too. And he's like, to this day, he's like, You were so confident that that I was the right person. And I'm like, I just knew. I'm like, because it was a feeling I've never had like in my entire life. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I just knew it was you. And, it's like I think it was going through. And I was like, I needed a little bit more convincing too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs>
2: But it's so like, hard to date like someone my age like, I, I, it was yeah. it was a rough rough dating experience
0: you you appreciate an older woman though Nico.
2: i do he, yeah.
0: he's yeah i can't imagine him with someone younger like he's mm-hmm. just an older guy <laughs> i'm always like you're too old for me i joke around
1: i can't imagine you two with anybody else because you're so perfect together and like, uh, like, I'm not kidding. When he told me you guys were married, I was like, uh, my heart was like doing cartwheels. Cause I was like, these are the two most beautiful people inside and out. And when he told me that I'm like, oh my God, like, this is, this is the most amazing thing I've ever heard.
0: Aww. And I was like, so happy. <gasps> Thank, Thank you. you. That's so nice. Yeah. But it's—I
2: don't know. It—it just was. You just knew, like you said, like Mm -hmm. as soon as I saw her, it was unlike literally anything I've ever Mm -hmm. experienced before. And I joke around and say I was retarded, but like I literally (laughs) could, like it was. And then everything just—the first like few months just flew by. It really was like we weren't in control of things. And I know people will be like, "Oh, it was just." You know, puppy love. You know, whatever new relationship. But it was just like we got thrown right into like some heavy stuff right from the beginning too. And it's just like,
0: and he stuck with me. I mean, I was like I said, newly divorced, right, going through mm -hmm. like selling my house. I mean,
1: then it just (laughs) we decided let's have a baby, (laughs) and then (laughs) we let's add to the stress already. (laughs) uh, Mm -hmm. You
0: know let's do it all at once get it over with um and then we ended up moving uh down to Catskill at the time and mm-hmm. it was great you know and I don't it, know it worked out it because
2: like we were close
0: <clears throat> to you to his parents down there and um
2: I was working down there too in, yeah in the school district and yeah it just it, it everything happened the way it was supposed to happen right you know mm-hmm. and then started a landscaping business down there that was doing well and then mm-hmm. started working for a car dealership up in albany and then we moved back up towards that area You yeah. know? so yeah it just it's been a wild ride though like it, it there's never a dull moment in our No. Life. <laughs> <laughs> i
1: i can i can kind of see you guys like almost playing pranks on each other do you do that I do it to him. Yeah. I'm such a prankster.
2: Her and the little guy. I mean, they just...
0: <laughs> Me <laughs> and our son, our six-year-old, the little one, we just torture him. <laughs> and we live, we live for it. Like, we live for it. He doesn't pull pranks. He's very... He's, Nico is much more, like, serious, like, you know, but, like, <laughs> isn't, I can't explain it. He's just... Right. And he's so funny without trying to be funny. Like he uh-huh. just say things, and I'm just, I just burst out laughing. He's like, just looks at me. I'm like, you're so freaking funny. Like, right? You no, know, you just can't. Well, it's
2: if we were like a comedy team. I'm, I'm the more like the straight guy. You know, like the
0: the well, dry one. The straight,
2: yeah, I'm the dry. <laughs>
0: I'm, not <laughs> I'm not the gay one. I'm
2: the straight. One.
1: <laughs> You no know, oh, like, that's a whole nother wrinkle to the story oh, cut that <laughs> no.
2: but yeah it's just more dry oh, deadpan dang. comedy oh, where really. but yeah they just torture the living shit out of me sometimes like i'll wake up and they just have like stuff on top of me or they like move our, our son just literally he'll hide things like this morning he was downstairs in the bathroom and i'm running around looking for my phone and i'm like where's my phone he's like i don't know i haven't seen it so i'm like looking out in the yard did i drop it when i was walking the dog he had it in the bathroom with him the whole time and it's just little things like that that he just just
0: little shitty things we yeah
1: do, that's all <laughs> oh so you, you're both trying to drive him crazy yes, <laughs>
0: yes we're like and we're identical like me and our son and it's so funny so he's just like you two little freaking trolls
1: (laughs) does he ever does he ever do like you know i know he says random things that make you laugh but i think he's very much like greg where just randomly he will do something just silly and like one time he put like a road cone on his head and <laughs> and cut a hole in a trash bag and he put a trash bag over himself and just came out and started doing this weird dance in front of me uh-huh. and then goes back in the house like it was nothing like yeah. that's normal <laughs> right like, what the <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> and he's got like
0: severe adhd so he's all over the place all the time and then he'll he will he'll do something random and then- <laughs> It either entertains the kids to no end and they get into it and they love it or they get terrified because they, it's so not like him to do something like that. <laughs> so he'll do something totally off the cuff that's not Nico. And they'll be like, like the little guy will be like, I'm scared. I'm like, daddy trying to be funny. Like, <laughs> 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 but yeah, he'll like put a shirt like over his head. and like, uh, Yes. Like yeah dad used to do that to torture you. So he'll do that to... The kids, <laughs> yeah, like, it's really.
2: Man, my mother used to do crazy stuff like that. She would like, <laughs> like, just pretend like she would go like out of the blue, just start talking like a robot. When me and my brother were little, and she'd be like, "I am not your mother. I am taking over." And we, we just like, she <laughs> trem- tortured you though. Oh you yeah,
0: were, like, she terrified. would do it all the time,
2: and then she would do it at night, something like just to mess with us.
0: Yeah, and so, <laughs> she says to me like. <laughs> I was like, you terrified him. He's like, she's like, I know. I, that's why I did it. Like, I loved scaring <laughs> the living shit out of the kids.
1: I was like, okay. <laughs> Too alone, you know what I mean? That, see, the, he has never had a dull moment in his life. No. <laughs> the, the people that love him just love to rattle him up a little bit. <laughs> He's like, one of these days, yep. she's going to be calm and no one's going to pick at me. <laughs>
2: no i've i've just grown accustomed to like something's gonna happen like even like just i don't even know where to begin with that because it's just anything can and and the problem is like i'm so like adhd and it seems like i'm not really getting like mad but i like go off the handle sometimes i'm like
0: just everyone stop
2: (laughs) (laughs) i I have i can't
0: doesn't even bother us anymore we're just like
1: but I think- okay we'll stop right <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. come on kids let's meet up about what we're gonna do next yep <laughs> pretty much
0: but he's like we just love bomb him you know like all the time he's like <clears throat> i didn't know i was capable like of loving things and you guys are just you
2: like i forced me to right, love right.
0: i'm like forced <laughs> to love <laughs> <these> people <laughs>
2: it's it's yeah I don't know. I just didn't grow up in a family that showed affection at all. So like, right. it was very, that was, that was a big, like milestone I had to get over. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like-
0: I'm like, if you don't show me affection, you don't love me. That's like mm-hmm. my love language. If you, mm-hmm. that is real, you know, and his is like, I do everything for you. Right, like service. service, I guess. Doing- called. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like the doing things. I'm like, don't do that stuff, you know, hold me. And then, you know. But now we've we've gotten to like a good balance. Mm-hmm. And but our little guy he's so affectionate too. So he just had to succumb to mm-hmm.
1: the touchies. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be touchy-feely whether you like it or not. That's right. <laughs>
0: exactly. Yep. So
1: what outside of like you're the really silly one and he's the really like calm, you know, he's the straight one. <laughs> <Was> he's straight? <laughs>
2: Stiff as a board.
1: Stiff as a- I wouldn't say um, calm though, Janet.
0: It's funny because I'm I'm calm and silly if that goes together. And he's more what, like you're always like stressed. <laughs> <laughs> like stressed, like little Yeah, I'm
1: more like you're very stressed. analytical about things, aren't you? Yeah. 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 Where you have to think about the why and the outcomes and all of that stuff.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, for sure. And what's the like? It just takes me a hot minute to like loosen up. This, like I can't. I used to be much. Time.
0: Yes, like so, I'll always say, I'm just giving. Like loosen up, have fun. You know, let's be spontaneous but, and just go. And he's like, like I don't the know. problem is,
2: it's like I I get this like, whenever we go out, I'm constantly like looking like, where's the exit? Who's this guy? What's going on here? How do I So I don't know if that's like a protective instinct or a crazy, you know? So
0: it's, yeah.
2: It's like, it's so
1: funny because you guys guys are a hundred percent like us because Greg is the same personality as Nico, where it's like very uh, like, I don't know. It's almost like he's risk adverse to doing anything spontaneous because he has to think about like all the outcomes and the scenarios and what could happen and all of that stuff. And I'm like, Let's just go jump off the building. It would be great. And he's like, "No, because you know, <laughs> right. there's
0: reasons why we might want not want to do that." <laughs> uh, that's how he is. But you definitely gotten better yeah. at like just doing spontaneous things. Or, but it's such a good balance, right? You know? It really
1: absolutely. is. absolutely. Mm-hmm. So what what is the rest of your uh, like? personality wise like do you guys like to watch the same kind of shows or movies do you like the same kind of music pretty much so we like the same kind of
0: shows i would say we're not like big tv but we like the same kind of movies like he's really into lord of the rings and i i always liked it but i never had like someone to really be into it with Mm -hmm. and so now it's like fun to kind of get into that kind of thing, we like we like that time comedies. period stuff and and dumb, dumb comedy. Com- so it's like,
1: like
2: fart jokes, just like
1: <laughs> <laughs> those are the best. <laughs> Step
2: type, like you know those type of ridiculous movies yeah. and things like that. But
0: we just like to be silly, you know, silly and.
2: But music. I'll let you get into music because I got a weird thing with music we can go into. That.
0: This is so weird. So I love music. I mm-hmm. live for music. You know, mm-hmm. like I used to be a dancer growing up. I st- <clears throat> I, think I started dancing when I was two years old and I danced all the way through college.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: just it's just something that I just do now for fun. Like when I just want to like feel, you know, like when you're just feeling like blah, mm-hmm. I'll literally put on music and just start dancing. And then it just uplifts my spirit so much. Right. And I love all kinds of music. This guy over here is like
2: I don't like music. He doesn't
0: like music. (laughs) And we've researched like what's wrong neurologically. Like (laughs) we researched what's wrong with you. (laughs) you don't even know like one time he took a quiz on like am i autistic and he took this autistic quiz and it came up on asperger's and it was like uh, you're like 96 percent (laughs) on asperger's
1: Asperger's.
0: (laughs) and like we like told his parents family and we were all camping and his brother literally fell off the like the chair at the campground dying laughing because he was like yes yes (laughs) It is 96% Asperger's. Like, that's 100% real. Oh my
1: goodness.
0: But so, anyway, there's that. Oh. And he's
1: laughing because it's Asperger's. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Asperger's. Asperger's. Not making fun of anybody no, that has absolutely. that. It's of just not. the name is so unreal that it's they so named unreal. it that. Yeah. yeah. Right. And we all have, we're we're all a little on the
0: spectrum on this house, so it's no big deal. But yeah, like, so we researched this too.
2: It's not that I don't like, I I enjoy music. I just, I don't have like a specific type of music that I like. There's no.
0: But I think I know why and you know why too. Right.
2: We kind of did some shadow work into this to figure out why I don't like music in it. Like, well. I don't know. It's not that I don't like it. It's just, I don't care about it. You know what I mean? Like right. it's beyond it's whatever, but I don't have like a favorite song. I don't have a favorite band. I don't have anything like that. But I, after <laughs> some shadow work, we kind of realized back in the day. So my dad is a mute, a musician in quotes. He's a really phenomenal drummer. Like he's mm-hmm. just great drummer. He played when he was younger. He's been playing drums since he was like six years old. And he would play in bands and cover bands and things. And then, like in 2006, he decided he wanted to become a famous country star. And <laughs> he pursued this music career. And it started off where he was the drummer for this other band. And they, like, went down to Nashville and spent a ton of money recording an album and all this crazy stuff. But then that wasn't good enough. He wanted to be the star of the show. So he, <laughs> like, made his own band where he was the singer and my dad's not a singer and Mm -hmm. it like so i grew up with this throughout like my entire middle school and high school career of my dad's uh music you know career and whatnot (laughs) and it was like i was road crew for him for a little bit and just he, he tried out for like the voice one time and it just it was traumatizing to say <laughs> so. Like, I don't know if that just left like this disdain for music, right. especially country music. But yeah, it was it was crazy. I mean, it like it was a big deal. I'm, I'm not making it as a big deal as it was, but like so much money he spent and just like the, the craziness of it. Well,
1: to- And not to mention the sacrifice that you guys all had to make while he's like chasing his dream. You know, because uh, thinking about like the amount of money that he spent, what could have been spent on your household, you know, taking care of things at home. And so that's a stressor. And then the stress of him being gone and the stress Mm -hmm. of you guys now all have to be in the music scene with him, regardless of whether you wanted to be or not. So, yeah, there's a lot of factors there. Yeah.
2: And it just... You know put a strain on their marriage and mm-hmm. you know he was not focusing on his actual career he was a lawyer for a while like you know that was his job and he he was putting all his energy and efforts and everything into this music career that was going nowhere and i'm not like talking shit about my dad it is what it is it's in the past but like it was it was insane you know mm-hmm. but, so i don't know if that's why i but i never really got into music anyway Bef- you know before that so i don't know right. what
1: and some people don't you know and that's that's why i asked about that because you know some people like like my husband can tell you like every song from every band every band member every album like he's mr music catalog and me growing up it was like <clears throat> We had a country station that my parents would listen to and that station was never to change. And so we would have to wait until they like left the house to like sneak and, and change the dial and then make sure we changed it back and got it just right and didn't get any of that staticky stuff, you know, before they got home. And it was like, I hated country music so much and I still don't like it. Because it was like one of those forced things. And so while my husband grew up with music, I did not because I didn't like country and that was all there was. And so it's not until being older that I'm like, oh man, like these bands are awesome. Like, why did I not listen to any of this when I was younger? Yeah. No,
0: that's cool that you like discover that now though, at least, you know, but I know it's, uh, I mean that's the thing and our little guy is so musical too oh yeah you he know is- he's already playing piano and he just has it in him to just he just has that rhythm and he's just already so musical that's so- the problem
2: i don't have any rhythm like i can't dance <laughs> I'm sort of like you know like does a- she turn I'm- on
1: music and then try to watch you dance you never try to even. No, I don't.
2: It. I don't even attend. See, this is something I gotta like get out of my shell with a little bit. But you
1: do
0: sometimes be fun. Like I'll, I'll be do silly. like goofy
2: dances, yeah. like the stupid mm-hmm. stuff like the kids do, the yeah whatnot. But yeah. like I'm backpack
1: just- dance, yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, the flossy thing. yeah. Oh my god, That's so <laughs> ridiculous! But
1: that kind
0: of stuff. But-
2: I don't know what it is. I'm so like stiff with that. Like I can't. I can't let myself go to do like. That type of I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like embarrassment or I'm afraid I'm gonna enjoy it too much. It, it's a weird thing. So <laughs> <laughs> into Nico's after
1: he's gonna start trying to do that and she's gonna be peeking around the corner uh-huh. watching him yep. giggling. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. don't do that.
0: <laughs> Recording it like mm-hmm. that real mood of me eating the pickles out of the refrigerator. <laughs> yep. So watch out. <laughs> See, That's probably why he's not
1: doing it. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I was generally pissed that night, too. <laughs> <laughs> I just got my robe on. I was like, ah, oh, the kids are in bed. Now I'm going to go sneak in the kitchen. Like, hello. And you eat know? pickles. And eat pickles. Like, one of my favorite things to do. And all of a sudden, he's there recording me. And I was like,
1: are you kidding me right now? And then he posts it. Like, without me even knowing. Well... And his in his defense, he's like, she's beautiful, even in her robe eating pickles in the middle of the night. Yeah, exactly. that's, that's what you're that thinking. was huh? exactly what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> oh my goodness. So how how did the decision for for you, Rosie, come about to to join the podcast?
0: well I had so much fun when I just joined like when he had me as a guest as pepper right because that's right. my like Instagram name mm-hmm. and my modeling page is pepper and also a lot of people know me as pepper because that's always been my my nickname um and then I don't know we just sort of were you in like a kind of a slump
2: yeah so I I was going through this like... It was probably, like, June of 2022. And I was, like, kind of debating if I was going to stop doing the show. Or I had some guests on that were real, like, energy vampires. I never posted Mm -hmm. the episodes. I just... I was really, like, depressed about it. And then summer and, you know, with work and the kids home. It just... It was too much to, like, focus on the show. Mm -hmm. And uh, so finally in, like, August of 22, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get back into it. Things are calming down now. We can just really but I didn't, I wanted to do more like solo stuff, you know, like maybe just like record some informational type episodes, kind of not focus so much on guests. And then I don't know. I just, it just kind of naturally happened. Like, let's just, why don't you just come on? Cause again, we were like, you know what? Screw the people that are listening to the, not, not, not our listeners.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Screw our listeners. No, I'm kidding.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, but like I kind of mentioned before, like, you can just say yeah. It. So my
0: ex husband, right? Was he's stalking the
2: show, he's and... stalking
0: his whole family, like his girlfriend, their family. Like I had horrible stalkers, and so they listened, and we were in a court case, right, for custody, mm-hmm. custody trial. It's over now, so I can talk freely about it. Thank goodness. I know I'm always so like, can I say anything anymore? But yeah, I can. Um, and it was a scary time, right? And they were using everything against me. Mm -hmm. everything so me being associated at the time with the podcast didn't look so amazing for me i didn't think nico didn't think and they did end up using it in court
2: yeah so there's court record of upstate unconventional dangerous conspiracy podcast spreading medical misinformation and outlandish like I'll yeah. have to like.
0: It's it's silly. It is
2: silly, and like but... they
0: took everything I said out of context, mm-hmm. you know, and nobody cared. The judge didn't care. They didn't even dwell on it. No yeah, one cared. There's a thing
2: called freedom of speech, right? It, it's right. one of those rights we have.
0: But at the time, we were being very protective of every right. mm-hmm. of everything. So mm-hmm. that's and so then one, I think we were just talking about it. Like, wouldn't it be great if like I could be on it more as me, as myself.
2: Right, yeah. right. Pepper.
0: Right. And so I think we were just like, just let's just do it.
2: Yeah, we just recorded an episode and I was like, let's just throw it out. Let's see what happens. And, and it yeah. got like a lot of like good feedback. So we were like, all right, let's just keep going with this. And
0: and you were kind of like, for those of you that don't know, if you mm-hmm. haven't figured it out, and that's mm-hmm. kind of like when he did the announcement. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it just felt so good to be free in that. Mm-hmm. And even right. though we used information which was again silly like silly information in court it, again it got nowhere but um it still feels it felt so freeing to do it and it, right. it's been a healing thing for me to go mm-hmm. through to focus on this um more than what the trauma that right. my family were going through mm-hmm. so it was a great outlet for me and I, lo- I love being on the podcast. And he'll still, and once in a great while, he'll go through his dark night of the soul and be like, I'm shutting it all down. And I'm like, You better not
1: shut it down. I <laughs> know. <laughs> oh. Don't <laughs> piss off the woman in the house. Bad yeah. idea. <laughs> <laughs> you better not. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah.
0: So it just worked out.
1: Yeah. And I'm so glad that you guys like have the opportunity to do that together and, you know, share and, and whatever. Like I've been trying ever since the beginning of my show to get Greg on. And he's like, Nope, I don't want to do it. No one's going to want to hear anything I have to say. And, you know, Uh and I'm like, one of these days, one of these days, it's going to be a thing. But yeah, that would be amazing. I'm glad that you guys have the opportunity to do that and share something like that together because that's a beautiful thing.
0: Oh, thank you. And sometimes we do our own, which is nice too. Like he'll Mm -hmm. do like Lord of the Rings ones and I won't be involved or sometimes I can't be, you Mm -hmm. know, sometimes I literally like, that's the thing. If we have one scheduled and then our little guy like can't sleep, I, you know, obviously one of us takes over Mm -hmm. and then I'll, I'll do like, I love to talk about spirit guides and angels. Mm -hmm. And so I have my little series that I started and that was so nice to do. And I felt so Mm -hmm. grateful to be able to talk about and express that Mm -hmm. and people responded to it. And I think that's, I don't know. It was so satisfying and like felt
1: so nice, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Well, that's because, you know, everyday people have important opinions about a lot of stuff and you should be able to, to share that and have a platform to share that. And it, it is, you know, very, very cleansing and very um, healing and, and cathartic to just be able to, like, speak your truth. Yeah. <laughs> he said, Dad, I'm very hungry and I need a snack. I know. Oh, I know. My God. They're,
2: they're driving me nuts right now. But it's funny because back in 2018, we actually started a blog that we tried to do together and we It was called Food, Love, Arts, and Crafts. And we had this.
0: I'm going to put them in the bathroom. Okay. So we had this (laughs) blog. And
2: the same thing. Like, it was just fun to, like, share all the, like, weird stuff we do. DIY projects. Mm -hmm. Mostly cooking. We did a lot of cooking stuff on there. And it wasn't, like, super successful. But it got some feedback. Mm -hmm. And we were trying to. And, of course, like, her ex-husband found out about that, too. And was trying to demolish that thing. So, We kind of went into hiding with that, kind of stopped doing it. And then the podcast has just been such a great way to, because writing's a pain in the ass. No one one wants to, like, I think blogs are dead right now, personally. No one's doing them. I, I mean, they are, but it's just not conducive for, like, it's just so much easier to get onto a podcast and just start talking and.
1: Well, and that's what I would rather do anyway, because like there's so many shows and stuff that do a Substack too. Mm-hmm. I'm not one who can sit down and read, because I'm I'm always got something that I'm doing or you know, whatever. It's hard for me to sit, mm-hmm. and so like it's hard for me to even finish a movie and and see the whole thing because you know I've always got to get up and and do something. And so for me, like I would much rather listen mm-hmm. to somebody than to read something, because it, not only can I focus better, but I can hear somebody's emotion so much better than than what it would come off just reading it. So. Yeah.
2: and we were just saying how like podcasting was so is so much deeper than the blog could. Be,
0: you know? Yes, it really is. Mm-hmm. It's so nice to use your voice and. Mm-hmm. To express yourself. It's right. Cause he was, I was like the idea person. He was the writer. Mm-hmm. But sometimes <laughs> we would like get into that like little problem where I was like, but that's not the way I wanted it to be written, you mm-hmm. know? And then so it's not like that here. No, it's like we, we can, can just say it how we want to say it. And
1: you know what would be fantastic? Like if you guys are into like, uh, creating stories. And, and if you still ever think about like writing stories or whatnot, and I don't know if you've ever heard them yet. Um, but true theater radio Hmm. does like, um, they started this thing where they, all their stuff is audio dramas. So each episode they do is a different story that either they wrote or um someone else writes and then they put like the sound effects and the music and you know all of that stuff to the story oh, which i've so cool. i've done i did okay. a i wrote a story for them about like nursing whatever um but i've done like voice acting for them like multiple times on different things you guys would be perfect for that
0: wow i love that we'll
2: have to look into it yeah definitely yeah i want to write a book that's like something i really Mm -hmm. i I tried writing a poetry book back in the day i got one little poem published at one point but then i was putting together this collection but now i want to just kind of do a book on like the paranormal and Mm -hmm. my experiences with it and like some of the people that have come on the show and Put together like this idea, kind of roughly based around sleep paralysis and what I think it really is. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's still in the works, you know? (laughs) That's not that won't be around for a while.
1: I'm glad you brought that up. Um, Somebody added me to a group on Facebook recently that was um, like sleep paralysis versus uh, God's purpose. And I was like, it's so interesting that that occurred because it was, (coughs) pardon me, right after I was on you guys' show and we were talking about, you know, like, had you had as many like episodes of sleep paralysis since like everything calmed down and in your lives and whatever. And then I got added in that group and I was like, Isn't that ironic that that happened right right around that time? Because we had talked about that before. And here recently we had, uh, I had a friend that was living with us and he was telling me about um, having an episode of sleep paralysis where he felt like he was being held down. Um, and there was a lot of stuff going on in his life at the time and whatever. And he goes, what do you think it is? And, you know, matching with the story, I said, I think that it wasn't demonic. It was God telling you, get your shit together and, and put your, put your butt on the right path. Hmm. And so I don't. What do you guys think?
0: That makes a lot of sense. Well, it's interesting because Nico had it so severe his entire life until he met me.
1: Yeah.
2: And so that's something I don't, I don't mean, I mentioned it, interesting. but like I would literally, we moved into this house and I talked about this on the first episode we did mm-hmm. with you, but uh, from the time I was like 11 years old till 22, 23, give or take, like it was A weekly occurrence, at least, you know, Mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, it was more than more or less, but always some type of weird wake up, can't move. And it got to the point where I thought, like, is there like an actual problem? Like, is there like a neurological issue with me or Mm -hmm. is this just like some weird medical thing? I think drugs and alcohol have a lot to do with it. Not that I was doing drugs, but I was drinking a lot at the time. Right. Definitely opens you up and makes you more susceptible Mm-hmm. my <clears throat> my kind of gut feeling on this and based off of what I've talked with other people about, I think we have the ability to leave our body, like our souls leave our bodies while we mm-hmm. sleep, whether we're traveling in different dimensions or that's up for debate. But we have this empty vessel here laying there and we're, we're supposed to stay tethered to it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But I think whatever is around you, whether it's a negative force a positive force something tries to get in when you leave Mm -hmm. and it's just that i think that's what the heaviness on your chest is like when Mm -hmm. you wake up and you feel something like and you can't move it's because this is my experience that you're fighting to get back in with whatever this entity is whatever Mm -hmm. that might be and again i don't have any proof for this it's just personal experience and other people's experiences but i think whatever you're going on like whatever's going on in your life it could be positive it could be negative and like your friend there with that experience and you thinking it was god it probably was like just fighting to maybe get some negative entity out you know what Mm -hmm. i mean yep
1: yeah absolutely and and a lot of people um that have had those kind of experiences too will tell me um that they've also felt like they had like an encounter with a an alien mm-hmm. you know or or some kind of supernatural being or or something like that um whether it be you know like a, a gray man or uh, it people describe like aliens so very differently and you know spirits and and things like that but a lot of people will say that they've had those encounters first and then they started having sleep paralysis mm-hmm. and that's why i'm like hmm so you encountered something that was definitely not a pleasant experience and then you continued to have these and and what are you Like, what are you doing? What's going on in your life that you're not doing properly or not doing the way you should be?
0: Right. Right. It's a sign. I I look at things like that all the time as a Mm -hmm. sign to change something. Mm -hmm. Right, And
2: you had never had it. So this is where it gets a little more complicated and interesting. It's like Rosie never had any type of sleep paralysis experience ever until she met me. So Mm -hmm. that makes me believe that there is... It's bigger than our, you know what I mean? It, it follows your kind of auric field in a sense. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And these
2: things can attach to other people mm-hmm. around.
0: Them. I had some scary ones, but the one that I had most recently, which was very interesting, I had a dream about a Sasquatch, which can be interdimensional. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Earth, right? Themes. Everyone thinks something different about them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this Sasquatch appeared to me and I went into full sleep paralysis and I couldn't run. I couldn't talk. He was just staring at me. He went from a um, golden retriever up into, he formed into a Sasquatch and was looking at me from across the street. And it was one of those, you know, when like you're having a dream and you want to run and you can't run Mm -hmm. and you're trying so hard. So I'm in the paralysis and then an angel got me out of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So what happened was, and now I know it was angelic. Um, you know, like when you wear your hair up and you take it down and you feel it like falling, mm-hmm. I was just laying down and my hair was already down, but it was somebody like, went like this to like the side of my hair to like calm me down or mm-hmm. get out of it. Mm-hmm. I was so like, I, f- I wasn't, I was more freaked out, but I was never scared. Mm-hmm. And I was, whoa and i got out of it and then i told nico and he was like i think that was angelic and i was like i think so too i think mm-hmm. my angels or angel was with me to get me out of that yeah. paralysis." And
2: just to clarify like you had already left the dream of it and now you were yes. in bed it was mm-hmm. paralysis yes. and then you felt that right and then you kind of mm-hmm.
0: Because so, that's the scariest thing when you're just laying there and you can't move and you can't <clears throat> I'm always like yelling for him. And he doesn't know I'm yelling. And sometimes he'll just be, I guess, laying there with his eyes open, just kind of laying in bed. <laughs> like
2: That's the thing. It's like you're over there fighting for your life. Right? But there's no indication in this right. reality that there's it's something wild. going on. Mm-hmm. It's not like a night terror where – because like our little guy had night terrors. I've had them before too. But you can tell someone's in a bad dream. Like they're mm-hmm. moving. Um, they're yelling. They're right. kicking. They're screaming. This is like, I just thought she was sleeping next to me. Yeah. There was no indication at all that like something weird was happening. And then.
0: And even the Sasquatch wasn't really. He wasn't doing anything. He was just staring at me. And then it was more of just a um, like, yes, there are angels around you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what you needed to experience to feel. Mm-hmm. I actually felt them touch. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and that's what I told Nico before like um I've had those experiences before where um like things would be so so ungodly stressful. Um and then like I would feel like m- my sister who who's deceased but I would feel her like do the alien brain sucker thing on the top of my head or whatever. Mm-hmm to like calm me down or I would smell like her favorite flower, which was lilacs or something like that. And then it's like a state of calm would come out over Mm -hmm. me, you know, or, you know, I would hear like something that, like a patient that of mine that passed away that I was really close to, like I would hear them say something that, that they usually always would tell me, um, you know, every day when I would see him or whatever. And so I would get like these, these things that would happen. And I was like, Oh, I feel better now. Yeah. You know,
0: exactly. And it's amazing to have like these signs from, you know, someone that's passed. Mm -hmm. I have so much faith and I know that there's more to this life after. Definitely. Once you know that, Really, what is there to fear or stress about? I Mm -hmm. stress the most over everybody else in my own family, Uh, children, yeah, right. But if it was just me, like I'd be like, "Hmm, "What's the worst to fear? Death." Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: and that's that's the thing for me because we have this discussion a lot, and I'm like, you know what? I've had uh, an excellent life, or at least since I met Greg, I've had an excellent life, and I'm like, you know, I've done new things. I've experienced new things. I've gone new places. And I'm like, if it happens tomorrow, it happens tomorrow. And I'm, and I'm okay with that. It's just that, you know, which you guys already know what's going on with me, but it's like that constant, like everybody in my family are worried about all of my friends or, you know, what can I do for, for everyone else? Like emotionally, like me, I I'm like a void. I don't, you know, yeah, I don't care.
0: I know. I worry so much about everyone else. Like if <laughs> this is such a morbid subject, if I died tomorrow, it's like, I worry about my mom. Right. Like, mm-hmm. Oh God, and my kids, of course. Like how would they be mm-hmm. able to survive without me? And mm-hmm. I have this guy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You no. Know?
0: So it's like, you think about everyone, you know, right. And you really don't think about yourself as much. It's so, mm-hmm. it's strange when you're, you know, when mm-hmm. you're a mother.
2: And that, no but it's the same it's like i don't fear death but i fear how i would die you know that's that's kind of yeah scary like i don't want to die tragically but that's I'm that
1: analytical thing again yeah. right
2: right like i don't i'm not afraid to die but again it's like i want to make sure everything's in order like the kids have <laughs> right
1: money everything's right? planned yeah. out and taken care of yeah
2: exactly so so
1: do you guys ever have the the morbid discussions like um if you could die of drowning or burning which would you do or oh you know, yeah we do you guys have those listen we jam- do
0: that
2: and then we do the most
0: outrageous no, i was just gonna tell her what you do i'm okay. gonna throw you under the bus right now <laughs> one of his biggest fears is to lose a limb okay mm-hmm. and you know what he'll do he'll literally <laughs> pretend he lost his legs lay on the floor and drag himself with just his arms. Okay. And I'm like, why are you practicing? What's the point of doing? This? No, but then. <laughs> okay. He even like pull himself up the stairs, like up the stairs with just his forearms. And I'm like, right. why are you pretending you lost your legs and you go like, don't do this. Like it's not necessary.
2: And we play <laughs> this other morbid game where we do like <laughs>
1: she's dying because she knows it's so- it's so I'm just I'm just picturing him like actually doing that, dragging him, so dragging scary. himself up the stairs. not laughing about it either.
0: It's like a real practice run. Like I'm, I'm like peeing myself watching it.
1: He's practicing in case he's ever in a horror movie and yeah. he needs to escape. Yeah,
2: yeah. Or like I'll try cooking with like one hand. It's it's sick. It's <laughs> like a really
0: too. I can. You never told me that, but I can totally. Okay. Or I
2: like just try to go through life only using. Uh, I'm right handed, so I'll just try like my left hand. Like, can I do everything with my oh left? Oh my hand? god! It's it's just preparedness. That's all. I'm a prepper at heart, so I'm prepping for the worst. <laughs> pace in your...
1: But, well and if that scenario any of the above ever happened he's prepared we'll now be prepared. <laughs> right be prepared
2: but what i was gonna say is you were talking about like the the morbid game like would you rather die this way we do something oh, a little different where it's like <laughs> I- i'll say like would you still love me and you know would you still make love to me if i had like <laughs> this or that so like <laughs> I was walking around the room like I had a horrible limp and no
0: like not just a limp like like you had a gauge in your hip like like yeah, so I can these explain this horrible walk he does mm-hmm. and he like sticks his ass out and he's got like this horrible and he's like
2: would you still love me if I walked like this right, or would you still like... love me if
0: <laughs> and you'll give me like situations like I have a ton of money I'm the nicest guy in the world but I have <laughs> Like, I have this
2: horrible lisp, and I talk like this. I have a horrible like-
0: lisp, and I like can't like <laughs> I have a bum hip, and I can't walk right. Like <laughs> I have a hunch on my
1: back. <laughs> yeah,
2: that type of stuff.. Like-
1: so that's the kind of shit we do together. Uh-huh. I yeah. love that so much. <laughs> I I swear to God, you guys are our spirit animals. People <laughs> listening to this would be like, "Oh my God, these people are so fucked up." You don't that's even crazy. know because we are the exact same way. We have we have the craziest conversations like that, and I have told people before. Do not sit anywhere near us in a restaurant because our conversations will frighten you because there's no place our conversations won't go.
0: Yes. Right.
1: Or right. the amount of retard that we go to. Yes.
0: <laughs> because sometimes we find, and then when you catch it, it's alarming. <laughs> we're in the grocery store and we realize we, we're screaming at each other like down like he's at one end of the aisle and I'm at the other end and there's people around like real humans and we're like screaming like no one else exists in the world like, and then we like and then I catch it I'm like oh shit, like Nico like we're actually nuts like we need to stop people are gonna know right or like we're at the self <laughs> we're like oh my god this price is so good like we're like crazy people right every we time we go time. out it's like the
1: first time we've ever been out
0: right <laughs> never. they been- don't
1: let these people out of the house very often
0: <laughs> so many places and it's like this one <laughs> grocery store we have like and we also have stories and like voices for people that work there that see us all the time oh my god yes we yeah. do that all the time and we're like talking about like what they're probably saying about us. Yes, and how crazy we are, and mm-hmm. like yes. these people, like
1: where they come out of, like what mountain <laughs> do these? <laughs> people- <laughs> you guys are allowed out once a month. <laughs> Three
0: ninety nine a pound.
1: Like we can't. Like what? Oh do you guys, like, m- make up stories about people that you see? Like, do you ever people yes. watch and, like, make up stories about yes. them? Yes. We love it. <laughs>
2: and, and not to be, like, <laughs> arrogant, so
1: entertaining.
2: But there's been times where, like, we've done that and they've kind of been true. Like, we find out later, like, I was not that far off with the, yeah. the fake scenario we created for this mm-hmm. person. <laughs> <And it's>
0: like <laughs> It's almost like you put it out there and some things happen, you know what I mean?
2: It's weird, but yeah, we do. It's probably like
0: it's our friends
2: and family are probably like embarrassed to be around us a lot because
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Our mothers are both in love jobs. Yeah, okay? Yeah, They really are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like our mothers are both they both admit that they're li- that they're pathological liars. okay? <laughs> his mother and my mother like literally like his mother like she at one point was like telling us these stories and we're like really and she's like no actually that didn't happen
2: i just made (laughs) i made
0: it up and i don't know why i did it and i'm like wow that's like kind of badass but creeping me out like like, that and she's like i do it to people at work all the time like i just tell them like a story and like i start believing my own lies I'm like, no wonder we're both screwed up. Right. Like, that's what we grew, up, grew up with like, <laughs> like she slipped, and, like told us made up story. And later was like guilty about it. I was like, I'm sorry that like was not true. And we were like, <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> a now, everything I've ever told you is made Lying. up. Right. So. But why are you the way that you are now? Right. <laughs> you know? It's like, oh. And we start
0: saying like. Like our little guy, like lion. We're like, oh no, he's got the skipped a generation. (laughs) Got the lion lion gene.
2: (laughs) Like yesterday, we got a call from the principal, and it's it's just like nonsense. Like he was blowing spit bubbles, and what a, a little bit of spit got on another kid, and I guess the teacher freaked out. The other kid freaked out. Whatever. So the principal called us, and he's like, it's not a big deal. We just had a conversation about you know not blowing spit bubbles in school, which you know. He's you like, and be...
1: granted, he's six. Like, right, I know, it's no like, deal. it's no big deal. Like, but <laughs> so I then... just had to call you. I was like, it's so... not like he's hawking a loogie on another oh, kid. Right. He was just it, like it was...
0: doing, you know, stupid little spit bubbles in his mouth, and one popped, mm-hmm. I guess.
2: But anyway, so then we get into the car and I'm like, So, how was school today? He's like, Good. It was good. I'm like, Did you get in trouble at all? He's like, No. And I was like, Did you talk to anyone today? Did any teachers or the principal talk to you? He's like, no nope, nope. I'm like, weird. Because the principal just called us and said (laughs) this, and he's like, but like, I didn't get in trouble. We just just had a conversation. He said a
0: casual conversation.
1: Yeah, he's like,
2: we just had a casual conversation. I'm like, oh, right, little shit.
0: Right. We
1: just asked him. Well, and maybe to him it was just a casual conversation and and he's like, didn't think anything else about it because he's like, yeah, it was no big deal. Yeah. Mm Right. That's just funny.
2: That is funny because and it, it goes back to them just torturing me constantly, like making like <laughs> our son did this thing the other day. He came running up. And I know this is like a YouTube thing. I know he saw it on YouTube, but he came running upstairs. He's like, Dad, Dad, the toilet's smoking. And I was like, What? He's like, The toilet's smoking. Come down here quick. And I'm like, What the fuck is this now? The toilet's smoking. <laughs> so I go down Put
1: a firecracker in there. No.
2: So I come downstairs and he's got this big shit eating grin on his face. I was like, what did you do? Tell me right now what you did. I was like, if you just tell me, I won't get mad. So I open up the door and he's got two rolls of toilet paper and the toilet paper tube sticking out of the toilet. So it looks like the toilet smoking a cigarette. <laughs> and I was like, Mom. okay. Uh- <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> I always
0: hear him, like, if I'm upstairs, I always hear Nico being like, now what? And I'm like, I just want to say, I'm like, it's probably a prank. Like, when are you going to learn? You know what I mean? Like, relax. The Don't smoking. The blood pressure. I had to take the blood pressure yesterday. He was like, so, like, <laughs> he was laying on the bed and he's like, Rosie, can you take my blood pressure? I think it's, I think it's really high. And I was like, sure. I was like, it's fine. Yeah. You're, you're fine. You're having, a, you're having a moment, Nico. <laughs> you're
1: 31 we're gonna get through this right <laughs> <laughs> if they don't kill you first <laughs> right
2: if they don't kill me first oh man but yeah you know, every day is an adventure with us yes we try to do as much craziness it, we really try to like focus on like food and and really like the family unit. Yes. like that's our big focus now is like we want to have like dinner which is Hard to do with electronics because both kids want to be on their electronic mm-hmm. and it's like some nights you can't fight it. Some nights it's just like
1: some nights you have to pick your battles. That's yeah. what I always say. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So do you guys like cook together?
0: Yes. He does most of the cooking now, but yeah, we do like to cook together a lot. Well, he we were just talking about this on I think it was a Matt show. Was the it? garlic bread?
2: Oh yeah, that's how
1: I. He, he
0: won me over too, majorly. Like, that's when I fell in love with him. He made me garlic bread, and I, I mean, it was the best thing that I've ever had in my entire life. And I was like, okay, yeah, I could go, I could do this every night. That's how I try man <laughs> <cook>. can
1: cook. <laughs> and see, was- I love that though. That's the that's the one thing that we don't have in common is Greg cannot cook. Um, he yeah no, um. Like if he cooks, it's boiled hot dogs. Um, <laughs> he, well, he calls it rice and wieners. He'll cut up a boiled hot dog and throw it in like boil in a bag of rice and put Parmesan cheese on it. And <laughs> rice that is and like, that's like the extent of his cooking. And I'm like, I'm not eating that. Uh-uh, right. No, Right.
0: Yep. Wow. Now we will. And like I said, he does it more. And some of the things he cooks are just amazing he like just puts things together he mm-hmm. makes really good soups yeah
1: you
0: know
2: that's like my and i make them from scratch i i make the bone broth I, right
0: just
2: from scratch i do it and i this is one of those things where it's like i don't look up recipes i don't really i just go off of complete intuition what what's in have.
1: your what's in your brain that's what i do too
2: What's in your brain and what's in your pantry? Like, what what can I mix together? And
1: mm-hmm.
2: usually, I mean, really, there's only been a couple things that have been like, not great. But other than that, everything kind of works out. And it's just, I don't know. It's one of those things I love to do. That's one of our like bucket list things is we want to have a food truck at one uh, point.
1: Same. I do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I've always wanted to do that or um like have a have a. A restaurant but a small one you know just like the mom and pop type restaurant or whatever that's always been like a passion and I've been working on like an original cookbook for a while now and it's like every time I come up with the you know an original unique recipe or whatever I'm like I gotta write this down but people don't understand they're like oh my god you've been doing this forever and I'm like yeah but I have to remember because I don't measure shit. Mm. And so I got to remember, like, what all I put in it and, you know, whatever, and then recreate it again in another time. Right. to, To make sure that I have it, like, down.
0: Cause sometimes so, you're on a roll and yeah. you're like not thinking you're putting in all your ingredients. You're like, Oh no, I forgot to write down. How much was this? You have to stop and measure. <laughs>
2: That's my biggest problem too. Yeah. It's like, I, it's so ADHD and it's like, it tastes amazing. And then I'm like, I got to write this down and then I forget to write it down. Yeah, like, yeah, so <laughs> yep. But yeah, the food truck would be fun or just some kind of store in general. Like yes, have this like internal drive to have like, a store like yeah, we, yes we don't know what it is yeah. but
1: yeah gonna... and see I would love to do that because I love to craft um specialty teas and make my own spices and uh soup mixes and and you know all of that stuff and then lately I've been into you know like uh medication and 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 stuff like that and I'm like I just want to have a store where I can like do all of that and like toothpaste and mouthwash mm-hmm. and all the things that I like to make. I just want to do that. That'd be so
0: great. Yeah.
1: yeah. I would love that.
0: It'd be great. I wish you could like do like an online thing where we can buy stuff from you. You should set mm-hmm. something up. Cause we would.
1: Yeah, for sure. And yeah, I love doing that. I-, I make my own like, um, um, oh my God, I'm having a complete brain fart. Mm hmm. Like flings, washer flings,
0: Oh, you know,
1: that aren't wrapped in plastic and all that crap because you don't want the plastic particles in your clothes. So I got into, like, making those all the time and stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, these smell so good in my own dryer sheets. And, yeah, I I love that stuff.
0: Well, I hope you do because that's Mm -hmm. such a great
2: That's an awesome idea. And like, that's another thing that goes back to like the blog. That's the type of stuff we were doing. Like, I've been Mm -hmm. on the no, like, deodorant kick. And I know that sounds Mm -hmm. awful. Like, natural deodorant, natural toothpaste, things like that. Mm -hmm. I I was just so sick of dentists and stuff. Like, right. Taking like our little guy there. They're pushing the fluoride like crazy. Our little guy has not had fluoride on his teeth ever. Like, Mm -hmm. he's never used fluorinated toothpaste maybe like a couple times but th- at no and it's just this stuff is easy to do you know mm-hmm. like most people can't take you know 20 minutes to put some coconut oil together and think like right
0: well people don't know how to do it either they don't
2: know how to do it they don't know that or they know should it's a do it possibility right know? So. right that would be such a fun like Almost like a class you could put on too.
1: I I love it. And that's, that is literally like in between writing the cookbook and doing shows and like making meals every single day. Cause when I cook, it is very time consuming because it it can literally take me all day to prep for dinner. I I don't Mm -hmm. do anything boxed or canned or any of that stuff, but it's like, that's how I spend my day. Like each day I'll do you know, like I'll make, you know, laundry soap this day and tomorrow I'll make like different medications. And then that's really time consuming, like putting all the ingredients together and getting it just right. And then filling the pills. Yeah. Filling the pills, right? We talked about Because I get a hold each one of them and fill them. (laughs) He ordered me, God love him. He ordered me some trays to put the pills in, to hold them, to fill them. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have all this stuff. It's already mixed together. Like, do you know when I'm supposed to get it? He's like, yeah, today. And I get it, and I open it, and it is the wrong size. It, oh, the capsules oh. do not fit in it. And so oh, no. I I literally sat there for three hours yesterday with my little medication spoon filling each oh, one. In. Oh, that's so time-consuming. And he goes... He goes, wow, it looks like you really didn't do shit. He goes, <laughs> <laughs> held up the bag and he's like, wow, that's not very many pills. <laughs> you got like 10 filled. Oh, like,
2: yeah. That's
1: <laughs> all day. And
0: that's uh,
2: the problem though. It's like, we need to get back to that though, because we're so used to just like, oh, just order it on Amazon, get a thousand. Yeah. Of them. And it's like any little thing cook, like I'll spend all day making this soup. And it's like, mm-hmm. I have the big pot full of it, but it's like, this was six hours of cooking soup. We got, yes. you know, yeah. it, it'll last most of the week, but still it's like,
0: yeah, but the house smells so I good You it, make everybody happy. Right. There's a lot of love and intention put Nothing into else. Yeah,
1: here. absolutely. Yeah. And I, I love that though, because like, even, um, like I started buying some things from a company that's supposed to be a wellness company. Right. And supposed to be all natural products and whatever. And so I'm like buying all this stuff and I'm looking at the mouthwash and I'm like, oh, well, this has polysorbate 80 in it. This is supposed to be a wellness place that mm-hmm. is not supposed to be in your shit. And that's how <clears throat> like it, it jumpstarted me to like learn on my own to do these things for myself. Cause I'm like... Just because it says it's a natural product does not mean that it is. You better yeah. check those ingredients. And that way, if I do stuff myself, I know what's going into you it. know what's in it. Yep. Like
2: natural flavoring. I mean, yep. how many things do you right. buy like, that say natural? What does it even mean? Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, but it is. It's all like a scam, it, a lot of it, because we've had that same thing. Like even the Tom's toothpaste, which is fluoride, free, mm-hmm. it still has a bunch of other stuff. And it's mm-hmm. like at least if i know i put coconut oil baking soda and some peppermint oil like exactly i know every ingredient that's in there Mm -hmm. and that i mean i've been learning that about everything now even down to like crystals and things like that like you gotta really focus on where these things are coming from a hundred percent i I just did like this whole deep dive i might even do an episode on it like the rock industry and stuff Mm -hmm. like these like slave labor camps that they have to produce these gemstones and things it, it's really disturbing you know some well of that and that's
1: why like I don't order anything like that there's a guy that I found um, at the farmers market last year that's local that <clears throat> you know started with just buying a rock tumbler and whatever and and he would do whatever he would find mm-hmm. locally. And he has the most beautiful stuff and he makes the, the, the nicest like gemstone jewelry and, and whatever. And it's all stuff that he finds local to our area. And nice. I'm like, I don't need to buy anything on the internet for that. So, right. Yeah. And Why? yeah,
2: It's the same thing. Like I found that out too, like just from working with them now and, and mm-hmm. collecting rocks and things like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm whether people want to believe it or not, there's an energy to it. And I can oh,
1: hold 100%. It,
2: like you bought, buy at a store or whatever. And then I take a rock that I'll have to send you some Janet, some of the like stuff I've tumbled mm-hmm. and you hold that one. And you're like, Oh wow. Like I found this rock. It was rough. I put six weeks of intention into it. Mm-hmm. it and it, it, you just, it, there's a completely different energy to it. You can feel good about it. There's no negative vibes behind it. It's just a natural product. From start you
1: to- know, and it's funny because like um mm-hmm. when I first found this guy, I'm like, oh, these are, these are cute. And I had like this overwhelming urge every time I went there, like a certain stone was like, was like calling me and I'm like, okay, well, I guess this is what I need to get today. Cause this is, this is the message that I got. And I'm like, oh, these are perfect. That's so you great. Know? Yeah. So. I know you
0: do. You get so drawn to like something and then, yeah, I mm-hmm. think you, it's important to follow that intuition. You're mm-hmm. getting the calling for some reason, yeah.
1: even if it's just about a stone, you know? Yep. Yep. And I, I really enjoy the ones that I have and they were very purpose driven and intentional. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I love how like you are, how do I put it? Like a believer in God, right? Mm-hmm. Like, right definitely yet you do like crystals and you make Mm -hmm. your own things at home like Mm -hmm. it's hard when you come across people that are so like they love god and everything like that but they're so anti they would think like what you're doing is it you don't you know yes
1: well and here's the thing i have asked so many times i'm like okay god I want you to show me how to heal myself. Give me the knowledge that I need. And I swear it is like a download that's like, okay, these are the things that you need to get. This is what you need to put together. And and that's what I'll do. And I'll follow that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's the same thing. Uh, there's so many people that are like, "Oh my God, crystals are demonic and you know, it's used on the altar of Satan and whatever cause, that is all they've ever been told, right? Yeah, um whatever religion and it's usually people that I grew up in the Catholic Church, I can say that because I was. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, uh, the Catholic Church will tell you all these things that are bad. You know, and you can't do this, and whatever, and this is not acceptable, and and whatnot. While they're secretly doing the same kind of stuff, yes, behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, you have to be able to to separate like the misconceptions that you had from what you've been told growing up to what your purpose and message is now,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> because. He created everything. He would not create crystals if they were demonic. Right? Right, right. He would not create these healing herbs and weeds and, you know, things for us to use if he didn't have the intention for us to do so. Right.
2: And that's another big thing is the intention. Like if you're going to find a rock and then sit there and meditate with it to hurt someone, like, you know what I mean? Like, right. obviously it's going to be have negative energy to it or if you're going to put together a potion to harm someone like yeah of course but it's it's that intention like it's of the light it's with love it's it's to heal and help people so yeah yeah that's one i mean i was one of those people i went down that whole we've talked about this before too that like uh hebrew roots movement where it was like Mm -hmm. if you don't follow you know the old testament to a t you're going to hell and you're gonna burn forever and it's like it's just not it's not like that you know
1: right well, and, and I had this discussion with somebody yesterday, uh, people get so wound up about the old Testament and how, you know, look at how evil your God was and you know, all these things and all these laws and no one could possibly do it. If you think back to what kind of stuff was going on at the time, we were like petulant unruly children, right? Uh, we're having sex with our kids Uh, we're having sex with our brothers or sisters you know uh, we're raping people we're doing all these horrible awful things and so he had to put things into law to be like you know what probably not a good idea if you do this 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 and this it is no different than the society that we live in today and i used this analogy We have to put laws in place to tell people that that is not acceptable behavior, right? So we already have a law that says it's not okay to murder people, right? It's against the law. But we have to put in a separate law that says you can't lynch somebody because that's against the law. Well, that kind of duh, but that's... I mean, murder is murder. It doesn't matter how you do it. So do we need to have like all of these different laws set in place because people are so, like they don't understand the laws that we have. It's no different than back in biblical days, Mm -hmm. you know, where it's like, you have to spell stuff out for people because they don't get it. Yeah. And it's so, I mean, like, it is.
2: It's like, I don't want to say people are stupid, but it's like, it's just yep, stupid. Yeah, are, <laughs> I know they are. It's like, uh, just what is morally correct? Like what is the right. natural way of like, obviously if you harm someone that is not good, like, right.
1: It, but you, but you have to separate it into, you know, uh, hate crimes are bad. Lunching is bad. This is bad. This is bad. This is bad. Because mm-hmm. people are so like, oh, was there wiggle wiggle room in this? Right,
2: like, where can I right. find a loophole?
0: Where can I, can I get I- away with it somehow? Right, <laughs> and people
1: someone? people have lost their um, ability to be intellectual about things because, like, things that we think are so simple to to get and to understand, people other people don't. Right, and here's a case in point, like. Being a nurse, you know, somebody's having problems with their bowels. Okay. And so the doctor would prescribe suppositories for the patient that came from the pharmacy. The suppositories literally come in really hard, like aluminum sharp packaging you have to peel it open before you use it. I, I can't tell out. you the number of patients that would be like that's really hard to insert or like yeah that tore my butt like i don't i don't mm-hmm. want to use those Gonna give me something else and you would literally have to say did you take it out of the foil packaging first? <laughs> So that is the society that we live in, right? That you Mm -hmm. you assume that people have that intelligence or common sense, but it's not ingrained in everybody. It really is missing. Wow. When I
2: hear stories like that though, I have to think like, are these people NPCs? Like, is like right? Is there Mm -hmm. any thought in their head like it's just it's it's disheartening.
0: Uh, yes. Like, these
2: are the people that are like in charge of things. These are people that are teaching your kids at school and they don't know yep. to take yes. the aluminum foil off the anal suppositories. <laughs> and it's like, this is the kid's kindergarten teacher. She right. can't figure that out. Like, oh. oh.
1: It's, it's kind of it. like if you've ever seen those videos where um they'll gather like a bunch of, you know, like millennial Age people or whatever in a room, and they'll put different devices in there, like you know, the hand yeah. can opener or a rotary dial phone or whatever. And people literally cannot use common sense to figure out what right. these items are. That's so mm-hmm. crazy to me. Like, no where
0: figure out a rotary phone,
1: right?
0: I can't get over that because, yeah,
1: well, we grew up with the rotary <laughs> phone, but <Yeah>. still. <laughs> You should, as a human being, have within you the ability for knowledge and wisdom. You know what I'm saying? You should have that inherent ability inside of you. If it is missing, you're not a normal person. Right. You know, because normal people should be able to, to use what's inside of them to figure something out, yeah. even if they have never run across it before.
0: Problem solving. Yeah. Yeah. i used to run
2: into that when i was teaching seventh grade like because all the kids did everything on chromebooks like Mm -hmm. literally everything and one time i like i gave this kid a piece of paper and said just write he was like failing and the principal was like you have to figure out a way to pass him because that's a whole nother
1: oh i know i heard that too in college Mm -hmm. by the way uh Mm -hmm. when i was teaching
2: yeah they okay. just they can't let anyone fail god forbid a child's right. left behind because they're not ready for whatever but like you put a piece of paper in front of them and a pencil mm-hmm. and they'd be like what do you want me to do it's like write something mm-hmm. <laughs> just write it down and they and, and same thing with like cursive letters too like mm-hmm. even people that are like in their 20s i, I think i've told this story before but like at one of the dealerships, they, these kids found a note in a car, cleaning cars in the back. And it was a grocery list written in cursive. And they had, it was like, it was no idea a, what it said. And it was very nice, neat cursive. Like, I'm like, you can't <laughs> decipher a single letter Good out of this. What
1: language no. is this? What is Brain. this
0: hieroglyphics? They were looking at, it, and they were in their 20s, looking right. at it like, is this Chinese? Like, like what, well, how do you read
2: this? And I'm like, you can't figure. Like, that's an A. You can't see that. An looks e, like an E.
1: like. <laughs> and i like well similar. and you know that's the thing though because like even when i was you know teaching college i would have students where we'd have assignments that you know they would actually have to write you know a paper on something medical okay and explain your viewpoints and and whatever and they would literally turn it in in text speak and i'm like what does this say? Oh, no. What, what is this? What well, means, you know, whatever. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <clears throat> You're a medical professional. You need to sound like a medical professional. You need to work on your writing. And I'm like, rewrite this paper. And I would keep like giving it back to them to make them rewrite it until they got it right. I'm like, you, you can't communicate like that in the professional world. Right. And That's so all crazy. this like, We have to pass everyone, uh, see what you can do. Like the students never come to class. They have Fs on every test, every assignment, zeros on everything. You have to figure out a way to pass them. And I'm like, well, you have to figure out a way to get them to come to class and do their work. Mm -hmm. I'm like, it's not my job to put somebody in a professional capacity as a healthcare worker with these kind of grades. That's right. not going to apply in my class. No. Wow. Yeah, I had
2: a student when I was I was teaching summer school and this kid was in sixth grade and he was at a second grade reading level. And I the principal said, you're not allowed to fail these kids. If they show up, they're passing summer school. Right. And I failed the kid and I was like, I cannot send this kid forward. He right. cannot read like he's literally at a second grade reading level. Look
1: at look at how many teachers Terrible. do pass them oh i, know. I mean I, I had college students that could not read and couldn't do like a simple two plus two mm-hmm. wow and i'm like and you you want them to like take care of you when you're sick mm, right. i don't think
2: so <laughs> they turn out to be the people that put you know aluminum wrapped anal right. suppositories
1: exactly up there. <laughs> Wow. Um, that really happened. That was not a joke. People, people do dumb shit like that all the time, and I'm just like, "Oh my god!" Like, that, did you fall off the milk truck this morning? <laughs> just this morning?
2: Oh, we just got a new
1: a joke. Are you punking me right now? Where's the <laughs> film crew?
2: We had a carpet installed, and I was talking to the guy that put it in, and oh my god. Know, we got this was like the funniest story. He. We got this, like, it's a stain-resistant carpet because we have kids and dogs and everything. Mm-hmm. So he, I was asking, I was like, is it really, like, stain-resistant? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, yeah. He goes, but get this one. He's This was, like, I don't remember if he said it was a doctor or a lawyer. Some high-up professional, yeah. supposed educated person ordered the same carpet we had. And he's like, the dog pooped on it. And he kept calling him. He's like, there's a stain on the carpet. There's a stain. On, it's it, it
0: won't go away. It,
2: the stain won't go away. And he's like, all right. So he goes there and he goes... Well, there, there, I see the outline of the poop on the mm-hmm. carpet. He goes, "Yeah, but it's a stain-resistant carpet. It's not supposed to be there." He goes, "Did you try to clean it?" And The guy goes, "No, I just picked up the poop, and it should be a stain-resistant <laughs> carpet." And he goes, "I just walked out." <laughs> like,
1: like, can you
0: imagine? This is like
1: a, a yes. I I have probably worked idea. for a doctor like that a time or two <laughs> in my life. Uh huh. He's
2: like the guy. He's like, did you put any spray on? He's like, no, it's a stain-resistant carpet. Oh, Jesus Christ!
1: (laughs) Oh, you you were at the top of your class, weren't you, sweetheart? No. (laughs) Wow. My God. You're a brain surgeon, Uh I bet. Yeah, right. Uh Probably.
0: (laughs) And then like
2: cleaning cars. Oh my God, the stuff you would you see coming in, and it's like, I've had cars with dog poop in them, and it's just like people don't. It makes you wonder how do people survive? Like how okay, I I gotta I gotta
1: share a story with you about um somebody that took their car to get uh detailed. Okay.
0: Oh boy. Oh
1: boy, um had a Jeep and uh he took his Jeep in and whatever to get it detailed, and he goes to pick it up, and the guy was like, Man, he's like, dude, you had like so much weed on the side of your seat. He's like, you know, I like put that in a bag for you. And my friend was like, uh, you know what that was? And I said, what? He goes, when I picked my nose, <laughs> I, put on, I put it on the side of the seat. <laughs> no. no. Dude, the detailed it, <laughs> thought, it was, thought it was weed. There were so
0: many boogers <laughs> that they thought it was weed that they put it in a bag. No, a no. <laughs> And he's now, just
1: dying laughing and telling me this story. <laughs> it was really funny, but I'm like, number one, that is so gross. Like, why don't you <laughs> carry Kleenex in your jeepers? Just wiping it on the side of the <gasps> uh, Oh, my God. <laughs> i like, that must have built up for <laughs> really, yeah. really long time. Oh my God. There's
0: one thing I have a hard time with is boogers and snot, like and snot and you like anything from up here. It's like, <laughs> yeah. like the snot bubbles and stuff, or like a big white snot, <laughs>
1: it's like that. All uh, like, the kids, kids that you see at the grocery store or whatever uh, during the winter that has like the boogers and hanging like, trying out to lick it and they're mm-hmm. trying to like lick
0: it. Oh no, nope. <laughs> Yeah. That turns my stomach.
1: Mine is poop and feet. I cannot. <laughs> feet.
2: I can't stand and, feet. Oh, if...
1: my God. Like feet. Like I can't even get a pedicure because it gives me the willies. And they're like, oh, this will relax you. And I'm like, oh, okay. hell no. No. Right. I went once and I will never do that ever again. Nope. You can't
0: even stand having your own feet touched. Imagine touching other people's feet. Well, <laughs> yeah,
1: we used to, I used to work for this doctor that like people would come in with corns and calluses or whatever, and he would take a razor blade and he would shave them off, yeah. but he wouldn't put a towel down or anything. So it oh. literally looked like giant snowflakes, oh. like all over the floor. And then he's like, Hey, can you go clean that up? And I'm like, Oh God, put some puke in with it. dust dust. (laughs) (laughs) Dust. oh my god that is really yeah and the poop thing like (laughs) all through nursing school and every rotation i've ever had in any field it was like yeah well so and so like they they got loose bowels or you know like they have explosive diarrhea and it shot up the curtain oh. and i'm like oh why is it always me that has to do this like well, why seriously? is it always
0: shoot up a curtain or on a ceiling do you know like yes what kills me even like with the kids and they're little it's like how how <laughs> did that get up there
1: well and that's like one time we went to the outback steakhouse when my daughter was a baby and my husband at the time, not Greg, but my ex-husband was like, oh, we don't have time. We got to go meet my dad. We don't need a diaper bag, blah, blah, blah. We don't live You're that right. far away. You don't need it. And we're sitting there eating dinner and I see the <laughs> oh, no. face and I'm like, oh God, it's coming. And then I hear the <clears throat> literally shut up the back of her no. onesie. Into her hair. No. So she had poop like covering her head. Oh my God. And it went like all over the seat behind us and stuff. And I had nothing. Nothing. To put her in. Oh. Eating steak. <laughs> and there's poop spraying Just out everywhere. the top of her clothes. That yes. was
0: the curse when he said, You don't need the diaper bag. Then mm-hmm. you knew
1: mm-hmm. a huge. Yeah explosion, blowout. Do you some like things. some special dipping sauce with that blooming onion, no. ma'am? Oh, seriously. That is disturbing. It's amazing Sorry. how bad.
0: these children can just create that.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? right? Like, you are so tiny. Like, how in the world did all of that come out of your low body?
0: Yeah, like, where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. How did you do it? How did you miraculously make it do those things?
1: Like The thing that I question about poop um, is how, how do females always have poop on a stall in the bathroom? I don't know. In a public restroom. I'm like, how does, like, how are you aiming your butt at not even at the toilet? But it's and then when you the look wall. around and then you don't, you, I always, like, you know what? I've never sit on the toilet to pee. Mm-hmm.
0: Right? I do the squat. And I always look around to see if I dribbled on it. If I do,
1: I clean it. You know, how do people not turn around? Yeah, women don't. They're so dirty. Yeah. Disgusting. Mm
2: -hmm. One time I was in a public restroom at a store, a a larger chain store, and I walked up to the urinal and there was just a log in the urinal. A log of poop. Poops in the urinal. (laughs) That's what I said. I was
0: like... How? When did that occur? Imagine yeah, walking in on ago,
2: that. I, I I just looked. I I should have taken a picture of it. Yeah. Was like, this it's,
1: is- it's okay. Somebody put Mister Hinky the Christmas poop in the urinal. Like, <laughs> the,
2: yeah. So again, I guess going back to the original conversation, it doesn't <laughs> doesn't surprise me that people put <laughs> the anal suppository.
1: No, well, and the thing is, they're like it, they come in like a rectangular package, and yes. they're they're yeah. sharp. Because it's not like aluminum foil on your cabinet, you know? It's like it's like a hard packaging. Yeah, you know, and I'm like... About, can. There's yeah. like those squares. and Yes. You and I'm like, how? And and why? I mean, just to touch the dissolve? edge of it. Do they
0: think it's going to dissolve up there? Like, did they not really... I can't even no, deal it's with it.
1: Too I don't know.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, so
1: we got to the point where we would have to start telling people... They come in foil. Make sure you you remove remove the foil before inserting it. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God.
1: So that's the moral of the story, people. Don't insert sharp foil into your anal cavity and expect it to come out okay. Don't do it. Please, people.
0: It's so fun being on a show like this when we're friends and we're podcasters and it's like we just let loose, don't we? Right. Yeah. Right. It's like, I hope that your listeners and our listeners have an open heart and an open mind, you know?
1: (laughs) If they listen to my show, they definitely have an open heart and open mind. We're just letting loose right now, you Mm -hmm. know? That's what it is, shooting the shit. You know what? I like that so much better than, like, the some of the shows that you can listen to that are so dry and so boring and so, like, you you don't know this person from Adam. People literally will know us so much better. Yeah. You know what I mean? And totally. that's what I prefer.
0: And that's, that's the thing in the beginning we were doing just us. Like we didn't have many guests at all. If any, the first how many, maybe 10 episodes Yeah, when we were doing it together, when we started and, and then Miko was like, I think people are going to start to get really sick of hearing us talk. And I was like, I don't think so.
1: No, I opposite. think they
0: liked, yes. and then we kind of got more people to listen mm-hmm. just for getting to know us and our life together. Mm-hmm. You know? So I don't, I think there's something to that. Mm-hmm. Well, I, that's, it's what,
1: I,
2: it's that's what I
1: like because people can see like what your heart is and, you know, it, it shows people that you're a real person instead yeah. of like a robotic machine, just spewing information with like, some people are so monotone too. Yeah. They'll just talk about stuff or read stuff and just so monotone and you like have no idea who they are.
0: I know it's so hard. Like I want to know your heart. I want to know like about you, you know, and um, I know we talked about Ron before from New England, but he just kills me because like the beginning of his podcast is so, is so great because he talks about his life and it just yep. cracks me up so much. I love it. I want to hear everything about his family. I want to hear everything about right. hear what he ate. I want to hear about the people that came into the shop. I want to hear about where he's getting tacos later. Like mm-hmm. that's what I want to know. You know, and Same. that's why I'm like oh, I love this, and then I get most of my news from him too. After that, <laughs> <laughs> like two and one, it's perfect. But yeah, I just I think that's great. And then when you do things that are you feel are important or a topic, you know, you have your following. You have the people that already kind of mm-hmm. fell in love with you, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they yep. they're interested in what you're interested in, or you're you know, you can relate to more people. I think
1: right. If right? You give yeah. You-
0: you have to give a part of yourself. That that's part of it.
1: You really hundred percent. And there is probably not any part of me that people don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Janet, like the cool you. We always say you're like the coolest chick, easiest to talk to. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, I don't yeah. know. You're like well, you're like family to us by now.
1: I'm like the fun party mom. <laughs> yeah, you are. It's like. <laughs> I'm the party grandma. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't call yourself everyone else are my ch- children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I love so much that you guys are here and that you shared so much um, about your lives and whatever. Where can people find you who don't already know you?
2: We're on every platform our podcast is on all the big ones apple spotify the smaller ones all that good stuff it's upstate unconventional and you can pretty much just on instagram it's upstate underscore unconventional we did start a youtube channel i'm still trying to figure that out but same thing upstate unconventional and then if you want to follow just rosie and all her crazy antics she's
1: (laughs) her other personality no i'm kidding
0: (laughs) oh yeah there's that too but uh, the one that's linked to the podcast the mild one is rosie.courts underscore and uh so you can find me on instagram and then yeah
1: Mm -hmm. we'll leave it at that for now Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's so funny so Make sure that you guys go like, subscribe, share, comment, download their podcast. Make sure you follow them on their Instagram page. Make sure you get to know them and love them as I do because they're amazing human beings. And we have so much fun together. So make sure you do that. So for me, for Rosie and Nico, thank you so much for tuning in. And we shall see you next time. Have a good one.